You are listening to I Hate Average Podcast featuring Jay from the Bronx. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I'm so excited we got another episode. I Hate Average Podcast. It's your boy Jay. I'm keeping them coming. We got another guest, Miss Liza. She's from Virginia. Radio personality, media personality, also a manager for up and coming artists. Uh, check her out, check out all her information. We're gonna give that a little bit later. Also, thanks for Sha Cypher from the Grind Report magazine, the Grind Report movement, all of that. He shows so much love. I appreciate that. The interview was great, got great feedback. The followers is going up. I'm excited about all of that. Also, all business owners, artists, anyone who wants to sponsor um, the, the podcast, you can reach out to me. Email me show at averagej.com. Once again, that's show at averagej.com. You could uh, sponsor the show. Also, artists who want to just get their music played, we're doing that for free. So if you want to get your music played, also email me show at averagej.com sponsorship is a nominal fee for business owners for promotion things of that nature but um up and coming artists uh, you want your music to be played we'll probably got a got a slot so we could play about two or three uh different artists every uh week so if you're interested get at me show at averagej.com once again thanks for listening check out this interview with miss liza she gives some great nuggets for uh underground artists and um, unsigned artists on uh, how to monetize your your music and without having to go to a label she also gave me some uh, free advice and I appreciate that so so, uh, thank you again Miss Liza for showing love and uh, check out the uh, interview hey what's up everyone this is your boy Jay I have Miss Liza here from Virginia how you doing Miss Liza how you doing I'm great. I'm great. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. So uh, I came across you because I was uh, I'm into kind of into underground hip hop, and I see that you have a platform. You have your your uh, online radio show, and you seem to be a big proponent or a big supporter of uh, underground hip hop. What got you involved in that? Well, I've grown up in the hip hop era. I'm an '80s two baby, so. I've okay. always been a fan of local independent artists. I'm from New York, so I, that's all I grew up around. So I made sure as I learned the industry that if I ever came out with a radio show or a TV show, that I would be the platform for that and for that only. So that's why mm-hmm. I do that. Also, talk radio is I cater around local independent artists from all over, not just Virginia, but I also like to be a voice of the people. So whatever's going on around the world, the country, you know what I'm saying? My show can be that platform for artists as well. They have something to say, so I want them to say it. Definitely, definitely. I appreciate that. So how long how long have you been involved in it? My radio show, Also Talk Radio, has been going on strong for about eight months now. I've been doing radio wow, for about okay. six years. I was based out of New York for a while, then I came here and started branching off on my own. So I've been doing this a long time. Okay, okay. And you've always been focused on uh, the uh, underground hip-hop? Yes, always, especially when I was in New York. I, I always went to the, you know, underground artist showcases and stuff like that. So it's just been something I've always been surrounded by. I've been trained in this game by 
Funk Black in New York, so he's always kept okay. me around that. So, so I've just been a fan ever since. Like, no shade to mainstream artists, but I just, I'm a fan of up-and-coming local independent artists. Okay, so within the last, I guess, couple of months, who are some people that, that's been catching your ear? In Virginia? Oh, I guess in Virginia or overall. Well, for the most part, in New York right now, who I've been solely focused on, who's been catching my ear, is uh, X- XYLE. They call okay. it Exile, but his name is XYLE. That's how you spell it on all social media. As okay. well as C.P. the Ruler. He's from Brooklyn, New York. He's really, really big out there. He's a phenomenal artist, especially at his age. I told him he's like a young Tupac. Wow, okay. And then Partisan Fontaine from um, New York as well. Here in Virginia, the biggest artist I know because of their grind and their music is so, it's not the same, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a show Flacco, Philly the Sixth Man, um, Big Will the Party King, he's there okay. here as well, and Rick Rogers. Those are the biggest ones here in Virginia that I've been listening to a lot. Okay, definitely. So, uh, when did your passion for, for radio, when did that start? How did you get started in the industry? The industry started for me, um, I've always been a people person, and since a teenager, I've always gone out to different events in New York at a young age, since 14. You know, sneaking wow. into okay. the clubs and stuff like that, <laughs> being where I shouldn't, okay. been, shouldn't be. But it yeah. kept me around people, and I always was, like, the one that was always asking questions, talking, trying to figure things out doing interviews that I didn't even realize I was doing interviews. So I've been doing this since I was young. I loved it. I'm just a talker, I guess. So yeah. I do radio. Okay. Okay. It makes sense. I also see you're also into modeling, but mostly your radio is your, your passion. Um, my first love has always been modeling, but that also branched off into radio. So okay. A lot of my work now, yes, is radio. You know, sometimes people want to book me for radio slash modeling. It goes together. You know, I have the <laughs> okay. look and the voice, so it, it works out a lot. Okay, that's, that's great. And I'm sure the artists appreciate when they uh, get to do interviews with you. <laughs> yeah, because the one thing that I, I'm big on is I don't just send their music or just interview them. I refer them because I'm really picking on music. I don't just play it just to play it. Me and my team, we get the music, they email it to me, we sit in my studio, we listen to it, and then if we don't like it, we'll respond back to the article what we don't like, what we feel they should fix. You know, give them constructive criticism, just saying no. We'll give them what they can fix, and if they fix it, they're more than welcome to resubmit, and we'll go from there. The music that I do play, I refer those artists to my bloggers that I know, and art development and stuff like that. I help them with that. I help them with promoting. I don't just spin it to spin it. I make sure they, they're playing their music and they're getting interviewed and they're getting be, they're put out there on a bigger platform oh. than what I can give them. Okay. So that's uh, what, what I'm big on, helping the artists as well. Okay. I guess well, since we're speaking on that, can you tell the artists how they can reach out to you? You can reach me at Miss Oh So Happy, that's with an I, at Gmail. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as well, Oh So Happy with an I. And then you can catch me on Wednesdays through the TuneIn app, Fire 
um, every Wednesday live on the air, 7 to 9. Miss um, also happy at Gmail as well. If you have any questions, I'm always out. Ask your questions. Don't worry about, oh, she's going to charge me to help me. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Certain things, yeah, maybe, but little simple questions like what should I do, how should I do it, I'll answer it. Um, like I said, okay. I'm a real people person. If you have a question, I'll answer it. Uh, if you want to call the show, you can call the show and talk to me. I'm really open. Definitely, okay. And you, you are open because I, I, I kind of did a cold call or a cold uh, reach out to see if you can do the interview, and you did it. You're very polite, very nice about it. I appreciate that. I appreciate you going to interview me. That's, this is dope. <laughs> so um, also, I, you, so you say you're doing artist development. Is that something perhaps after radio something you might want to look into, maybe doing more management? I currently do that. I I manage a few artists right now. I manage a few models. I manage a few DJs. Um, so that's still something I do currently with radio. I still do the artist development. I help artists, you know, read contracts, draft contracts. I make sure I try my very best to make sure artists or even people that's coming into their own business can be in business for themselves, not just worry about getting a distribution deal or getting a record deal. You can be your own business. I try to help Definitely. artists to do that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. If your name is, not to be funny, but if your name is MC Chicken Nuggets, I want you to yeah. get that name registered. Get an LLC with that. So everything you do with MC Chicken Nuggets is coming back to you. What you put of in, course. you get back ten, 10 times over. True. True. It makes a lot of sense. So what do you, I know, so within doing artist development and management, you come across a lot of contracts. Do you, do you feel that it is necessary for artists to, to go into major labels or, or do you think that at this day and time with the Internet and the other avenues that it would be smarter to just stay independent? But for my, in my opinion, yes, it's better to stay independent because everything is digital. It's not like back in the days in the 80s and 90s where you could get a record deal at the corner. They were just giving yeah. out record deals. They're not giving out record deals. If you want to be an artist that doesn't sound like everybody you hear on the radio, you are not going to definitely get a record deal nowadays. It's not going to happen. If you don't sound like Future and all these other artists, it's very hard to get a record deal. So might as well be in business for yourself. So nobody can have their hands on your money. But I would say go digital. It's very easy to get a distribution deal. You can either pay for it or they'll come find you, or you can just put it out yourself. Definitely. It's very easy to get revenue on your own name, your own time that you put in, instead of worrying about the next person doing it. It's, I just believe everybody should just stay independent, in my opinion, yes. Definitely. So so what do you think it is? Do you think it's the the fear or just the comfortability of, of having a label? I think what a lot of artists see is the glitz and glamour, you know what I'm saying? The hate to interrupt this great interview, but... We got our first sponsor. I'm excited about it, so I got to show love to Steady Cam Fitness. Steady Cam Fitness. If you want to get right, I know the summer is coming to an end, but then you got the holiday parties coming up, so you want to make sure you're keeping it tight, keeping it right. Steady Cam Fitness. Uh, it's the same thing on Instagram. Also, on he has a Facebook page if you want to hit him up. You need some personal training. You want some fitness tips. You want to get right. Steady Cam Fitness. Thanks. Check out the rest of the interview. Thank you. But a lot of these deals that they give out right now are 360 deals, and they're no good. Or yeah. they give you a record deal, and you don't real, you just see record deal. A lot of these artists don't read. 
So <laughs> by the time you sell all these records and do all these concerts, the money you get back at the end of the day is like twenty, thirty dollars. Why? Because you didn't read the contract where all the money that you made goes to that studio, goes wow. to transportation, goes to paying these people to distribute your music, pays for the models. Everything gets broken wow. down, and you don't realize it. That's how TLC and them got messed up back in the day. They didn't read yeah. the contract, and they forgot, and then they realized all this stuff we've been doing has to get paid for, of course. Yeah. So you might you get so excited. You get so excited that a label wants you. You're like, okay, you didn't give me. Let me sign the data line. So <laughs> you just sign without thinking. So I suggest if a label does come to you, get you a entertainment lawyer to read it over. Yeah. Or read it yourself. A lot of them words are repetitive and really gibberish for some people. So just don't just sign just to get get out the hood. It's not always that good. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I let me play kind of devil's advocate. The one thing I, I feel that maybe um, label can offer is the marketing. But let's because let's say you only have maybe fifty thousand followers. Automatically, if I go to like an Epic or an Arista, they could just their name alone, their, their marketing budget, they could bring me in front of millions of people. Right. Uh, but your following is really, they're not really looking at your following. They're going to look at your following a little bit, but they're going to look at, okay, when you go to shows, is that same following that you have on social media the same following you have at venues? If you can't have that right. same following at venues, they're not going to care about you have 50,000 Facebook friends and 100,000 Twitter followings or reshares, and they don't care. They want to make yeah. sure they can make money. They can't make money over who follows you on social media. They can only make money over the shows you book. So you have to sure. prove your – that's why I tell artists all the time, if you want to go before a label, get your music registered. So when you do all these performances that you do in and out of town, you can show your revenue. Look, every time I go to a venue, this is what I book out. This is how much money I make. That means I book out a venue or this is how many people come see me. If you have no proof on record, on file, you're just doing it for nothing. It's just nothing. Get your song registered with BMI ask as you can prove to these labels this is what I can bring to the table money-wise if you want to be with a label. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I see now that the artists, like, I'm assuming they don't make as much of for album sales. So can you Give some advice, so can you speak about how, you know, doing live shows, like doing smaller clubs and things of that nature, they can actually make a decent living? Well, it goes back to what I just said. BMI or ASCAP is the best way to go. So that way, when you register your song, each song comes with like a barcode when you register it. So basically, okay. you know how when you go to the supermarket and they scan it and it knows that you just bought some... Hershey's chocolate bar. Yeah. Anytime somebody buys that song, it gets registered to your name, your social security number. You'll get something at the end of the year that you can file with your taxes. So that's how you can okay. make your money. And every time you perform, you go online, you put down where you perform that, you get money for that too. Every time a DJ spins your record, every time a radio station, whether it's internet, mainstream, spins your song, you get royalties for that too. It may be sent. So just picture yeah. 25 cents times 2,500, um, you know, stations spending your music. 
and people Definitely. buying it. You put, that, you put that together, that's that's money. And it just of grows. Course, grows. Yeah. If you starting off your first year, don't expect hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, you got to keep going and keep going, and then it grows from there. So Definitely. that's the key to making it a business for yourself. It's registering your music and your songs. It's the only okay. way. Uh-huh. Definitely. I'm sure the artists out there appreciate that. Also, I guess since I have you on the line, I need you for myself. How can I uh, market or monetize, you know, my podcast? I see you doing the, uh, the online radio. So do you have any advice for someone up and coming? Because this is only my, my ninth episode. So do you have any advice for people that's trying to do radio slash podcasting online up and coming? Do you have any advice for guys like us. The best way to market and promote yourself is, you know, social media, of course, market and promote. Uh, have a flyer, whether it's digital or not. Uh, make paper ones as well. Go out to the community. Give them your flyers. That's what I do a lot, too. I didn't okay. have a car until a week ago. So I was always out and about, you know, meeting and greeting people, giving them my flyers, you know what I'm saying? When I go out of town, it's the same thing. You want to just be interacting with people and giving them something to see. So there's something okay. to look at and refer to. Even if they may not listen to you right there, they're going to put it in their purse or in their pocket or in their car. They're going to see it and be like, oh, let me tune in, stuff like that. It's best to always have something to promote other than your own voice. Okay. Um, yeah. So definitely have something like that. Have a theme to what your show is going to be. Always have a theme. Like my theme, like I said, it caters to independent artists, music only, but I always talk about anything. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be funny. It could be serious. It could be sexual. It doesn't matter. Every week is something different. <laughs> You'll never know what I'm going to do. You never know. I could be saying I'm going to talk about Martin Luther King at the beginning of the show, and we'll talk about 59 at the end. You never <laughs> know what will happen. That's one thing that I've noticed that my fans are big on when they tell me. They're like, you never know what can happen. I have to stay tuned because I never know what's going to happen. And I love that about Sometimes you can have a theme where you stick to it, or you could just be, you know, nonchalant and just crazy like me. Yeah, definitely. But make All sure right, so whether you do a podcast or a radio show, make sure you also get registered with BMI and ASCAP as uh, well. You can be covered oh, through the government. I didn't, know, I, I didn't know that that was possible, so I could just go in and... So the, the, you can get revenue the same. yourself off of what you do, not just artists. I, I didn't show. know that. I'm going to do yeah, that tonight. You know. Thanks. <laughs> now, so, you know, every time was... you can get some royalties, and the more listeners you have, that builds as well with how much royalties you get in return. So it helps to be registered, and it saves the drama of them trying to say, oh, you're in business for yourself. That way um, you also have free will to say what you want on the Internet, so that's why you have to be registered. So they can just monitor what you're doing, how you're doing it. It just covers all bases of legalities wherever we go. Definitely. Because that was actually going to be my follow-up question. Because uh, I guess yourself and myself, would, do you see yourself being on, like, a major radio station? Like, or do you like the freedom of online radio more? I like the freedom of online because I'm free to be myself. I don't have to be censored. My callers and my listeners don't have to be censored. They're free to be themselves as well. I try to limit the cursing as much as I can. But, you know, sometimes things can get, the topics can get serious. 
and I don't try to censor my yeah. audience too much. I mean, as long as you're not being degrading, of course, and not throwing the F-bomb after every two words. But for the most part, there's freedom for artist music. There's freedom of speech more. And I could be different. I don't have to be the status quo. You know, like mainstream radio, no matter what state you go to, it sounds the same. Definitely, you're right. I don't like I don't like I like to be different. And that's the thing about internet radio. You can be different. You can be yourself. Nobody can tell you what to do. Pretty much. I right. love it better. Yeah, definitely. All right, so I have a question just about uh, being a female in the industry. Because I see that on Facebook, I think maybe a couple of months ago or maybe a couple of weeks ago, you screenshotted a conversation. I guess a guy was coming at you kind of strange and sideways in your, <laughs> your messages. So I just want to know, like, yeah. like how does that, you know, how does that, how do you feel about that? Does it happen often, or how do you deal with it when it comes? Um, well, being a female in the industry, you got a lot of weirdos, of course. <laughs> the weirdos, I'm used to. Sometimes it throws me off guard when I think, oh, I've heard it all, I've seen it all. No, somebody finds a way to show me, no, I have not seen or heard it all. I have the creep squad hit me up. On a regular, <laughs> I do what it. I like to do. Most of the creep squad is out of the country. Wow! I had one person in Afghanistan proposed to me. That was the funniest <laughs> one. He said he wants to get married. So how did he find you? You know, my page is not private, so anybody across the world can find me. So Cheers. most of my fans are out of the country. I guess I have that I can count on my hands five fans. In, in that area of Afghanistan, Iraq, or whatever, <laughs> that follow me and that listen and tune in. So I guess because I'm friends with them on Facebook, it, it links it up. Yeah. So basically that's how you found me. But for the most part, business-wise, it's easy and hard because there's a lot of male ego. It's male-dominated. Yeah. So a lot of men don't want to take advice from me as a woman. Or okay. let me take the lead. So that that's the pros and cons to it. It's funny I have something to talk about. <laughs> that's but true. For the most part, it's just it's just crazy. It's too much male ego most of the time. Okay. That's what so I do, deal with most of the male ego. Is it also on the management side? Do you have like male artists kind of have attitudes and getting certain pieces of advice? Uh, sometimes, very rare, very, very rare. Like I tell her from the very beginning, if you're going to work with me, you can't be soft. You have to have thick skin. I'm a woman, I'm Hispanic, and I'm from New York, and I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I don't sugarcoat anything because you never know what label or mainstream big mogul might come to us. They're not going to be nice. That's true. Yeah. harsher than I am. So I'm I'm training you and getting you ready for the big time. It's on top of it, even if a big lady doesn't come find us and we go out and be independent and make a name for ourselves, you're going to have to deal with people that are going to say the craziest things about you on social media, on the news. So if you can't take little on me, you ain't ready for this. That's so true. I don't get to they, they, they trust me enough to realize I will never put them in harm's way or put them in the wrong direction. So I rarely deal with any back and forth. 
The ones I deal with the hardest are my DJs. I don't know why I go through so much with my DJs. Really? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I guess DJs, they, they have more ego. They get a lot of love. I guess so, but I think my DJs do free reign, but if I if I say no, go to the left and you want to go to the middle, uh-uh. I'm not trying to be a boss, but I am the boss of this business yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the queen, I'm the captain, I'm the chief, I'm El Jefe, so I'm not trying to be bossy, but if you try to go the opposite of what I say, I'm going to get mad. You don't want me mad. That's about it. Definitely, definitely. I I agree. I agree. Um, So, again, thank you so much for your time, Ms. Liza. Can you uh, shout out your show again? It's on Wednesdays. Also, Talk Great is on every Wednesday from 7 to 9 p.m. On the TuneIn app, you look up Fire 91.8, and you'll catch me there every Wednesday. And I'm always announcing when I'm live at an event. I get booked to go live at venue, so I'm not just subject to Wednesdays. I might be on on a Tuesday, a Thursday, a Monday, a Saturday. You never know. you got to follow me on Facebook. It's also happy with an I at every social media network. You'll find me there. Okay, okay. And thank you so much for the advice. I'm go- After I uh, get off this call, I'm probably going to go to Ask Captain BMI right now and register. Um, and thanks again for your time, and hopefully you can get you on again. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> All, right. All right. Have a good night. You too. All right. There you have it. That's my interview with Miss Liza. Thanks again, Miss Liza, for showing so much love. I appreciate it. Uh, guys, check out her show every Wednesday. From 7 to 9, it's definitely worth it. All you got to do is download the TuneIn app. Also, I believe you could uh, listen to it online. Um, great insight, great information. I love her energy. Yeah, she seems very excited about her, her profession and uh, what she's doing. And she, um, guys, check her out. Hit her up, email her because she's very helpful. Um, wasn't snobbish at all. She was just great, just nothing but information, a well of information, and I uh, appreciate that. And I'm sure you guys will too. Uh, I think I'm going to try to get her on maybe again next month. Maybe to get some updates on some artists. And uh, I want to pick her brain about some other things. So definitely check it out. I'm going to try to get her back on next month. But um, hit her up. Tell her that I sent you. Um, show your appreciation for the interview. And uh, talk to you guys next week. Also, I forgot to tell you, but my social media hit me up. I hate average J-A-Y. Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all of that. I hate average J A Y. Also, I got the fan page. I hate average podcast on Facebook. You can like the page. You can also listen to the episode from the Facebook page. Check out my website, averagej.com. I write some things. I also share some videos of things that I see online that I find interesting, and you might find interesting also. So, uh, check out my website, averagej.com. Thanks again so much for listening to this week's episode. See you guys next week. And I'm also I'm working on a big guest. I feel like DJ Khaled. I'm working on a big guest. It's a major guest. Um, when I when I get him on, woo! When I get him on, man, it, it's gonna take the uh, the rates going up. It's good. The rate for sponsorship is gonna be going up if I get this guy on. But um. Also, <laughs> speaking of sponsors, business owners, you want to be a sponsor on the show, 
Email me show at averagej.com. I also have a link on my Instagram. I hate averagejay. You can click that link if you also want. You know, it's the faster way. If you want to be a sponsor, you can just click the link and uh, pay and um, you know, tell me the name of your business, what you do, and uh, you can be a sponsor for the show. Um, once again, thanks for our first sponsor, Steady Cam Fitness. Um, that's S T E A D Y K A M Fitness. At Instagram, uh, also on Facebook. Uh, definitely, if you wanted your personal training needs, hit him up. Hit me up for feedback of the show. Rate and review the show on on iTunes. I only got two reviews, so I need some more reviews. I think it's a pretty good show. My listeners is going up. So you're listening, but you ain't saying nothing. So email me, show at averagejay.com. Rate, review, um, and share with your friends. Actually, everyone who listened to this episode, tell one person, at least one person about it. Tell them to check it out so I could get their opinion also. All right. Thanks again. 